Welcome to the UK Virtual School Podcast, a podcast for parents, home educating families, and those looking for an alternative to the current education system. I'm Sid, the founder of UK's first online school that does things differently. We dare to be different. We dare to question the notion of our current education system. Join us as we create a movement to disrupt education and seek to create one which is innovative, inclusive and fulfilling for the children who will become the leaders and change makers of tomorrow. Join us and become part of the conversation. Welcome guys to another episode of the UK Virtual School podcast. The struggles of handwriting, strategies to help your kids improve their handwriting skills. This is a question that I've been asked many, many times over the years, and I've supported many parents in finding solutions to help their kids' handwriting to be improved. Now, most parents think that the solution to a handwriting issue is to practice handwriting, to get handwriting books, to get handwriting pens, and to practice and practice and practice. Now imagine the frustration that the child must face with doing the same task over and over and over and over again. There's no fun, it's not productive and there's no joy that comes from that learning experience. When you're home educating, you want to make sure that every experience, every learning experience that they have is fun, it's creative, it makes them yearn for more. That's what you want from that. So how do we get a child to improve their handwriting skills when it's such a boring and mundane task. Well, one of the things that I always advise is not to tackle handwriting head on because that's going to be disastrous. The child's not going to be engaged. It's going to take a long time and you're not going to see the results that you want to see in the time frame that you want to see them in. So how do we tackle this issue? Well, let's have a look at what some of the root causes could be. Now, one main issue that I've realized over the years is that children do not have the fine motor skills which enable them to hold their pen properly. Some of the solutions that parents use is that they will get pens which have a special triangular grip that enables kids to hold the pen properly and to make it that slightly bit easier to do the strokes on the piece of paper. That's great. But if a child hasn't actually developed the muscles in their hands, what can we do to improve that? Now, there's certain activities that you could do with your kid. And these are activities that you can do around the house. And usually with items that you already have. There's two key questions. Okay, there's two key questions that you could be asking yourself to help you determine whether the issue with handwriting is to do with fine motor skills. So let's qualify this. How do we know that there is a fine motor issue here? Well, firstly, is your child able to tie shoelaces? Now, this is very telling. If your child is struggling to pick the laces up and to tie a knot, then there may be an issue with fine motor skills. Now, sometimes if the child is very young, you might not have even taught them how to tie laces or they might not even know. And these days you can get shoes which don't and trainers that don't require laces. Solution is you could do some knot exercises and you can get books and all sorts of things that allow you to practice creating knots and see if they're able to follow the instructions. The second question that you could be asking, so question number two, is, is my child able to cut efficiently? 
What does that mean? Well, are they able to hold a pair of scissors? Are they be able to cut around a shape? Give them a circle that's drawn on a piece of paper and see how close to the line they can cut. And what you want to do is you want to get as close as possible to that line. So use a thick foul tip, dark colored foul tip pen to create the line that you want them to cut around and tell them that they can't leave any white little area between their cut line and that marker that's on the piece of paper. And that's tricky even for adults. You could actually have a go at doing it with your child and see how difficult it is. The result of whatever they've cut out will help you determine whether their handwriting issue is linked with fine motor skills. Now, 80% of the time it is. And when it is, there's a couple of things that you can do to help improve handwriting without tackling it head on. So let's have a look at some of these activities. So number one, sewing. Sewing is amazing. And one of the reasons why boys tend to have poor handwriting, especially between the ages of seven to 10 years old, is because they don't get involved in a lot of the craft activities that girls get involved in. So girls will get, in, get involved in sewing and beading and cutting, and boys tend to not get involved in these activities. I'd recommend encouraging both genders to be involved in all the activities that both boys and girls traditionally have been involved in because it helps develop fine motor skills and the activities that boys traditionally did helps to develop the, the gross motor skills as well. So let's have a look at sewing. How can we involve our kids in sewing? Well, sewing doesn't have to be between fabrics and a needle. You can puncture holes using a hole puncher into a piece of paper or a card, and you could give them little bits of thread or wool, and they could sew actually using their fingers. You don't even have to use a needle. There's loads of ways that you can do this. You can also do a weaving activity where you basically create lots of strips of paper and you cut lots of lines in another piece of paper and you actually weave the paper in. It's a very simple activity and yet it also helps develop those fine motor skills. So sewing doesn't have to just be a needle and thread and fabric. It can be hole punch and wool. It can be pieces of paper that's woven into a cut paper. So it can be lots of different ways, but the skills that they're developing are very similar. So sewing is one. Beading is another one. Beading requires you to actually look very carefully and to get the thread into the hole. And you can get different size beads for different age groups to help the kids at different stages in their development. With those beaded activities, you don't have to create a bracelet or a necklace. You can create all sorts of things and be creative. Have a look at where beads were used once upon a time. They can be used for braiding. They can be used in all sorts of different activities and have a look at how historically beads were used and you could do a whole history project and encompass the beading within that. So we've got two there. We've got weaving or sewing and beading. Other activities are things like Lego work. The really tiny Lego pieces involve a lot of hand-eye coordination and the use of fine motor skills. So you could create little mini projects where as a family, you have a little bit of a race completing a building or a design 
or you get your child to explore and create something really unique and different. It's also important that they are able to pull apart the pieces and put them back away again because that again helps develop skills by looking at where the joining parts are and being able to pull them apart. So we've looked at beading, we looked at sewing, we've looked at also Lego work. What else could we be doing? What other activities are there? Cutting. We mentioned this at the beginning as a qualifier to see whether your child is suffering from a lack of fine motor skills development. Scissor work or learning how to use scissors appropriately and effectively can help a child master that muscle development in their hands. And it's slightly more fun than actually writing the same letter over and over again on a piece of paper. So what I like to do is to create shapes or even print off photos or print off characters that they can cut around. So there's a purpose to the cutting. It's not just a cutting activity. You could create scenery. You could create a forest or a jungle or a um, undersea water life design or you could create space and you're cutting out planets. If your child is quite young, keep the shapes simple circles and squares and as your child get older as they get to eight nine ten years old and even older than that you could have more complex shapes just make sure that the scissors that you're supplying to your child is appropriate for their age level and they're not they're not harming themselves with the sharp edges and finally tying knots and lacing tying knots is a life skill that will come in handy time and time again And it kind of fits in with the whole sewing aspect as well. But it's a lot more useful. Being able to tie a knot will mean that you know how to tie ropes together. You can make sure that you can tie your laces. You can do all sorts of things. You can do all sorts of activities with tying knots because there's so many different types of knots. You could do a whole history project or geography project or a wildlife project because knots are often used by climbers and for different techniques when people go camping. So those are some ideas there and activities that you could do with your child and they're simple activities. There's nothing here that I've mentioned which is out of the norm, which is something that you might not already do. But if you do it with purpose and intent, you will see a different kind of result. Kids are curious. They will go and cut. They will go and glue. They will go and bead and sew and tie knots. But if you do it as a purposeful activity where they're getting an end result, there's something that's coming out of it that they see as an important part of their learning process. Because remember, the learning process is important. But if a child doesn't see where that task is heading, they're likely to give up. This is why something as obscure as let's do some handwriting practice, the child can't see the purpose of doing that. But if you give them a task where they're creating, say, a wildlife scene, a jungle scene, there's going to be plants and there's going to be animals, they know what the end result is going to be. It's going to be a finished piece that's all glued down. So you need to have some sort of purpose in the activities that the child is running. Those are my top tips. If you are worried about handwriting, do not tackle it head on. Think of activities that you can do around the skills development and then build on those activities. And slowly and surely, when you come back to the handwriting, you will see 
that the handwriting improves naturally. And that's the best form of improvement, where it's done through play, where it's done through having fun, where the activities are not very tiresome and the child doesn't feel like that they're learning, but they really are. Because a child is learning in every aspect of what they do. Sometimes they just don't realize that they're doing it. This is why play is so important. And as kids grow up in a more digitized world, it becomes more and more important that they have the ability to do all the things that we did as kids. Because we would have done all sorts of crafts when we didn't have screen work. And although UK Virtual School is an online school, we definitely always say to parents that this is a joint effort. We provide online content, but it needs to be matched with activities that they're doing around the home, that they're doing outside the house, uh, trips that they're visiting and skills that they're developing because you can't develop everything purely online. Just like you can't develop all your skills in school. That's only one part of a jigsaw because learning doesn't stop when school stops. Learning continues and when you home educate, there is no boundary when school finishes and when learning stops because everything is part of the learning journey. A child continues to learn, whether they're playing outside in the rain, whether they're watching TV, whether they're reading a book, whether they are doing schoolwork, they're always learning at every part of their life. And what we need to do is to make sure that they have all the opportunities to develop all the skills that they will be needing now and for the future. And sometimes what happens is we forget the basic skills, the basic skills of using scissors, the basic skills of knowing how to tie laces. We forget that these are key skills that kids should know how to do. So have a think about some simple activities that you could be doing with your kids to reinforce some of the key skills that they will need to learn. And if you're interested to hear more tips, then why not check out our blog at ukvirtualschool.com. We've put together a list of activities that you could be doing with your child with lots of tips and tricks on how you can be developing their fine motor skills. So if you'd like to get a copy of this, then go onto our website, www.ukvirtualschool.co.uk and you'll find in the podcast section that you can download this worksheet and have a go at working through the different tasks. Because sometimes we just run out of ideas, right? Or we don't know what idea, what, what's out there and we forget some of the basic things that we could be doing with them. So this will give you lots of tips and tricks of things that you can be doing at home using household materials. So have a go, have fun and see what you can create. And don't forget to send us some photos. Send us your comments and see how your child's handwriting improves over a period of time. Miracles don't happen overnight, right? You need to leave things to develop over a period of time. So take your time, don't rush your child, and you will see that the results will come. 
Thank you for listening into the UK Virtual School podcast. We hope you took value from this podcast. And if you did, please remember to like and to subscribe and to share what you've learned with other families. Now, if you want to find out about UK Virtual School, go to ukvirtualschool.co.uk or you can join our page or Facebook group, UK Virtual School. We hope that your home education journey is an exciting one. And if you're right at the beginning of starting out, do reach out to us and ask us for some support. I'm Sid, you've been listening into the UK Virtual School podcast and I'll see you next time.